Hi, good morning. Welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. I hope that this podcast finds you well. As fitting and always, thank you so much for allowing Authentic Conversation to be a part of your day. We are living in a different time. And I sit and I contemplate and of what to do and how to navigate. And, you know, I'm thankful for the things that we were taught in regards to just the basics. You know, please and thank you. Good morning. Good evening. You know, it makes a difference. And even with all the turmoil and the stuff that's going on, there's still a high level of peace, which I'm pleased about and very, very, very thankful for. And I truly recognize that we have to fight these battles within ourselves first we have to acknowledge them first and then we have to fight them and the interesting thing about fighting a battle is that you need soldiers with you as a soldier you need soldiers with you and I'm appreciative for the people who I've met thus far on this journey to help me and to remind me, right? And then sometimes with all the information and all the advice and all the commentary and all the scrutiny and, you know, all the stuff, you have to find some quiet time to sort it all out in order to make decisions for your life. Because ultimately, you know, as I've heard, I know that we stand by ourselves from day to day. You know, there's a song by Teddy Pendergrass, You Can't Hide From Yourself. You know, look in the mirror, there you are. And I think that it's a quandary for many people. Right, you've heard me speak about this before and lacking coping skills and not having the ability to fight the 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 red guy on the shoulder, right? And to listen to the guy in the white on your shoulder, you know, letting the good angel lead you from day to day. And just aiming, really trying to figure it out and you here and I've been watching the news y'all and I've been following some of these cases that have um, been on television and you know I sit and I empathize on many cases with you know the said victim and then you know you try to figure out you know with the person who has victimized somebody, what was in their minds and 
what were they thinking and how it get out of hand or how it goes too far and I'm just always intrigued by the arguments and the debates and the information that comes across and you realize that these are real people in real time living out real situations in real life and you just like you know for me personally like my goodness my God and you ask you know I mean I do I ask I ask like why and how come and again you know it's the nature of the beast humanity in and of itself I believe can be good but I also know that there is there are wolves in the world and you heard me mention this before too how some things if we don't ever get them checked if we don't have people that are you know telling us the right thing to do and you know having a heart for people and for life I've mentioned this so many times how it appears that we devalue life you know and we value things and I've heard that we value things above people and you know just in this rat race trying to survive and you know regardless of what and who or whatever and just trampling over people and now you know they find themselves in situations and it's like well how you get there and it was based on thought processing you know based on information or false information gathered or you know listening to the red on one side and not listening to the white and not investing more into the angel that would you know lead and guide us to the good and not the bad and I do recognize as mentioned that life is complex right and somehow we try to find order in the midst of the chaos and we do get to make a decision and we do get to you know decide for ourselves what is right and what is wrong but what is that based on because you have people who have done really wrong and heinous things and they really believe that they're right which is crazy to me like how do you justify certain things how do you say that it's okay how do you you know sleep at night having done something and then the question remains do they get to sleep at night do they get to rest you know what i'm saying like it's just weird in regards to how we as humans deal with each other and deal with life circumstances and i aim to figure it out i aim to have a better understanding about human nature you know you have psychology you have theology you have philosophy you have all these ologies that supposedly helps us to understand and identify certain situations in order to possibly stay out of harm's way and possibly you know to not engage in certain things and sometimes you know when we pick battles and we pick fights right or not understanding the outcome of it right in your mind you're thinking that oh what I'm doing is okay 
for some strange reason and you find out that it's not okay, right? Like, it's not acceptable to behave in certain manners. It's not acceptable to treat people any kind of way. It's not acceptable to devalue life. No matter what, like, who do we think we are or who do people think they are, you know? And I've mentioned this before, too, that, you know, Scripture says that men continue in their sins because it's not readily dealt with. And so we have certain behaviors that people have exhibited for so long and no one has ever told them in a conversation based on their thought process. See that? Mm, That's not a good thought. You know, um, no, we shouldn't do that. Or no, we shouldn't treat people like that. Or, you know, they have a right to exist just like we have a right to exist. And that conversation hasn't happened and it's unfortunate, you know, that certain situations have to occur in order for other people to wake up and say, all right, let me change my behavior, let me change my actions. And I don't think it's as easy or clear cut as I'm appearing, you know, I'm making it appear, but it is a process in and of itself. And as far as we've come, it apparently appears that we have a long ways to go, right? And so I want to encourage us and encourage ourselves to, you know, not quit in exhibiting the good, not quit in, you know, working on um, getting the bad out and the 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 generalizations and the, you know, false information and the wrong concepts about humanity and about humankind and how we're supposed to govern ourselves amongst one another, right? And how we have to do that checks and balances. I'm not saying that we don't get to get angry or, you know, be upset, you know, because it's always most of the time when anger and, you know, hostility comes in, it's based on principle, right? Or based on pride or based on the fact that you feel slighted. But I think we have to really assess that, right? Because we are quick to be offended or quick to make judgments about people. Um, And, you know, find out at the end that we were wrong or, you know, we misstepped or misspoke or moved too quick or moved too fast. And most of the time our judgment and our information is based on something from a past experience or something that someone told us that we felt was true or how we've seen other people act and behave and what I'm realizing a lot of things that you know was acceptable then is totally unacceptable now right and then in your own personal life things that you have allowed to occur before you're like we're not doing that now, right? It's not acceptable. And so we make those changes and we make those adjustments, understanding our value. And not to become self-righteous or indignant, you know, especially when I think about the cultures that we, um, we have and, you know, how we, especially blacks, in my opinion, this is Kimberly, my opinion, that... Um, That we have a tendency when 
certain situations are going on to become indignant and become self-righteous in certain aspects and it kind of weakens our stance and statement you know and I just ask that we would stay humble you know in the midst of all the stuff that is going on right because again you know God said that he would raise up the humble you know and he would abase the proud and any victory that we have um one culturally you know what I'm saying I believe it's through the grace of God I think it's through you know the perseverance through the you know being able to stand flat-footed and convey that this is unfair or this is not right or it's not just but again don't get on the side of indignant indignant being indignant don't get on the side of self-righteous you understand what I'm saying because again um then it just causes more aggravation to the opposition right and it frustrates them more so and then here comes another situation that again we have to deal with and address and so we just have to be mindful of that, mindful of our stance in regards to addressing um, racial problems. And, you know, it's like this one by one thing, you know, when the situation comes, we deal with it, address it, and move on. And granted, it's across the world for the most part. And even in our nation, it's just highly profound in many areas more so than others and granted some people haven't had to deal with it blatantly and yet and still they've dealt with it somehow some way um and so I'm mindful of that not to become indignant not to become self-righteous um to stay humble in the midst of all the stuff that's going on and Again, you know, we I laugh because it's like, well, you know, it's, it's it we're like children sometimes, you know. Well, he did it, <laughs> he said it, and he could do this and he could do that and all this stuff, and you know. But again, we do recognize there is a difference in people's mentalities, right? And it doesn't make us inferior. It doesn't make us less than to stay humble. It doesn't make us less than in order not to become self righteous or indignant, right? And so. I'm just mindful. It's just my thought. I'm, I could be wrong, but it's just my thought in that because, again, it seems like we just have move. We have moments and not movements, right? Nothing that really transpires to where, again, this is, we're not even doing this. We're, you know, we're mindful or people are mindful not to misstep or not to mishandle another individual, you know. And so I, I contemplate that. Another thing I wanted to say and you know oh my goodness and you know it's kind of humorous to a degree but I find it interesting that now that we are such in the world of recording everything and cameras everywhere and you know as quick as possible that we can pull out our phones and stuff like that to record 
and this is the humorous part of it you know if you're going to be a videographer please make sure that your camera is on the situation and the volume is up and you are zooming in and you understand what I'm saying like I mean it was so many videos and it's just like pixels and um this falling off and that falling down and all this stuff and I'm like how do you even make sense of it and another thing I thought that was very interesting too that people choose irrespective of a picture being a thousand words um irrespective of having a video how people you know we can decide what it is that we still see you know what I'm saying we could decide what it is that we're conveying how you know someone can flip a story and you standing there looking at it um I never re- I never forget it's this um movie called Ease Ease by You I want to say the name of the movie and in the movie the little girl one the two daughters and one of the little girls she was just totally in love with her dad and the other little girl which was the younger sister she was dismayed with her dad and she saw her dad do something that wasn't nice um or questionable if you will and so she went back and told her sister and her sister just stops and says, oh, that's not what you saw. This is what you saw. And changed the whole narrative for her um, based on her personal love for her dad. And based on, you know, her, I guess, her, not want her sister to feel some kind of way about her dad. But I just thought it was interesting how, you know, this girl could change the other girl's narrative of something that she actually saw with her own eyes and I just think it's just so intriguing how you know we can look at something and see something and identify something as it being what it is and then someone could come and tell you that you ain't see what you saw right like that's not what you saw that's not what you heard and I just find it intriguing that that is a concept and that is an actual thing that can occur um, in one's mind and in one's narrative and so being mindful of that I've mentioned before how you know our ability to think and to reason and to ask questions and to identify certain things have been um slowly trying to be um removed from us I don't know what that's about why it is but it it is an occurrence you know whether it is, um, I think about lately, I've been, um, lately I've been, um, taking, uh, transportation. And so, um, you know, you got the GPS and stuff like that. And people, you know, before there was no GPS, right? You had to figure it out. You had a map, you had to, you know, east west and stuff like that and so now you have this generated computer telling you what's ahead of you what's going on and um how to get there and stuff like that which is um a blessing right it's good right but it doesn't cause you really personally to really assess and to think right it's being with this we're being told how to think we're being told what to do kind of thing and so it's always, you know, balancing it out and and taking the meat and throwing away the bones and being mindful of it. I, I mentioned about, you know, being able to add and being able to read and being able to identify certain things and being able to think, 
beyond um, what is proposed to you, what is presented to you. And I think that's a gift that we have that we don't want to weaken or we don't want to lose in regards to our ability to assess situations based on the information that we have and based on what was rendered to us, based on what we see, based on what we know, based on what we've read, certain things. You know what I mean? And so I think about that. And it's, I don't know why the, and again, I could be wrong, but it appears this this weakening of um, our abilities to respond and to react and to participate, you know, in a way that we are able to do, not based on what somebody else wants us to do, which is hard, right? And it's a dichotomy because of the mere fact that we want harmony, right? But we don't want to be robotic in harmony, right? We don't want to just sign on to something or join into something, you know, under a false impression or under false information or under a spirit of manipulation, if that makes sense. And so I think about it. And I really do. I think about it. And of course, it appears to make life easier, right? Where I could just cruise I could just cruise, like you have cruise control. You could just cruise. But then does that weaken our strength? You know what I'm saying? Does it weaken our abilities? And that's what concerns me, right? Because if we're just cruising and, you know, it's just made easier. But then I and I, I ask myself, and I've mentioned this before, if indeed it doesn't work if indeed for some reason it's not able to be charged if indeed for some reason you don't have the means right then how do you get to where you need to go how do you get the information how do you how do, how does that happen do you stay stuck you understand what i'm saying because right now we think about like you don't memorize or haven't memorized a cell phone number or a telephone number in a long time and so I thought about it yesterday I'm like oh my goodness because and you don't even have it written down somewhere else for the most part and so your battery is on E so now you gotta find a charger to charge your phone in order to get the number that you would need and so what if there's no charger available and you have no and you have no recollection of the number or the person that you're trying to reach what happens then i think about stuff like that and again it's easy just to be able to go to your phone and turn it on and excuse me go to your phone and turn it on and you know find the numbers that you need oh and let me tell you this so yesterday morning and I had told somebody this yesterday morning and it was weird it was the weirdest thing like I told I don't know if I told you this a while ago so every about every six months six to three months or whatever depending on how I feel I delete 
numbers out my phone. So people who I haven't talked to in a while or people who, you know, I felt like, you know, I was being in their lives, but they wasn't receptive of me being in their lives or whatever. And, you know, and I'll go through that and I'll just delete contacts and stuff like that. And the other morning, and I didn't do anything to my knowledge. I didn't do anything different with my phone. But all of those numbers that I've deleted from like four or five years ago appeared in my phone. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like where those? And I'm like, wow, all these people like back in my life kind of thing because now I had their numbers. Now, granted, some of them, because I had to delete them again, but some of them, I think, and maybe one or two people um, in the context, I had dialed their number, and so they were disconnected, or it's not working, or whatever. So they definitely got deleted. But then some people, I didn't even try to dial a number, and I just end up deleting it. Um, but it was a strange, it was a strange happenstance. It was just strange, and that, and that's my thing. Like, you know, there's some things that's totally out of our control, and there's things that's happening. Um, unbeknownst to us in regards to this technology and stuff like that and I'm not knocking it please do not get me wrong Um, but it's just an interesting day you know it's a lot of stuff has changed in regards to that and I'm just mindful of it and I don't want to misuse it and I don't want to be used by it if that makes sense you know I want it to have its purpose and its place in my life and I know that that's just where we are in technology everything is being drawn to online and it is a level of frustration sometimes you know it's a level of frustration when you can't reach somebody when you got to press one and press two and dial and and I saw this comical thing you know and you just constantly talking to a machine and it's just so impersonal you know what I'm saying like I and again I'm kind of old school so I don't mind talking on the phone I prefer actually to hear your voice to talk to you and stuff like that I'm not a major fan in texting I know it has its purpose and I've now gravitated more to it because of the people who I you know talk to and deal with and participate and they basically say it's just easier to communicate that way because everyone quote unquote is so busy and stuff like that and so I'm just trying to put it all in perspective and and make it make sense in my mind as to how we use it and it not use us how we use it and it not get the best of us how we use it and it not you know, weaken our ability to reason and ration and make it make sense kind of thing and how we use it and how it's being used where it's not manipulating us and not um, misdirecting us, you know, or pointing us in another direction and playing um, what I said the other day, like the three-card Monty kind of thing. And y'all know right now my level of frustration is the apps is so many apps but I understand that you know each app is you know generating their own source or their own resource and stuff like that and so basically now all these people are trying to become these their own entities even though they're under one kind of umbrella and so I'm kind of understanding that and figuring it out in the basis and again guys I'm not mad at it I'm not upset with it it's a level of frustration and I'm just trying to you know, figure it out in regards to me and mine and, you know, how it plays in our lives. I don't think it's the devil or nothing like that, but I do think that it can be um, 
misused as well as used in a good way kind of thing if that makes sense other than that you know pretty much we're good you know again we have a lot of decisions to make in our lives and I think sometimes it just seems to be easy to allow other people to make decisions because for you because if they make decisions for you then you can hold them responsible right but even in that you know people are exonerating all level of responsibility for any and everybody that's just what it is you know and it appears at times to be every man for himself but I bring it full circle. I am thankful for people who, you know, haven't gotten to that place or aren't there that says, you know, I am my my brother and my sister's keeper. You know, I am mindful of my fellow man. I'm mindful of the next person. I'm mindful of you. You know, um, I'm mindful that you are heart, that you are body, that you are soul. You know, I played the other day or this morning, yesterday, I played, you know, I need you to survive. You know, um, it is God's will that every need be supplied. I love you. I need you to survive. You know, because again, it's, it's, it's so intriguing and interesting that we turn blind eyes to certain situations. You know, we don't know, you know, but for the grace of God go I. And we have to be mindful of the next person, irrespective if they appear not to be mindful for, of us, right? And then we're also, you know, taught to watch and pray and to be diligent and, you know, our seeking and, you know, being mindful that, again, you know, we get this moment in time. We get opportunities and time to make a difference. And hopefully, like, we'll do that, right? Hopefully, we do it. And it's not to our detriment, right? And again, find some um, way of quieting your mind and, you know, not having the anxiety that the world and all the stuff that's happening tries to put on us. It could be so overwhelming, at times in my opinion right because you're looking at the news or you're going out and i told y'all before we getting the memos and it's this happening and that happening and they doing this and they doing this and you got to do this by this day and you got to da, 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 and if you don't do this and then in the bills and this and that and then the husband and the wife and the kids and that, 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 and the job and, uh, and hallelujah you know anyhow it's just a lot going on but i do um encourage you guys to stay on the course, right? We don't get to quit. We still got things to do. Um, I still believe this too shall pass. Somebody had mentioned today, yesterday, I'm still in yesterday, it seems, that mentioned that, um, you know, something that they have been waiting for for 15 years, you know, finally happened. And then it had me thinking about Abraham and it had me thinking about how for so long, you know, we've been wanting to get out of situations or we've been wanting to get delivered from things or we've been wanting to break through or we've been wanting a blessing or we've been fighting a good fight and it seems like, you know, it's just taking forever. But what someone had to remind me of a while ago, what I've read and what I've been thinking about lately is that, you know, we'll go from waiting on it to walking in it, right? We go from waiting on this thing to be over to walking in the fact that it's over. You know, we go from waiting for, you know, this victory to walking in the victory. And that's my hope. That's my prayer. And so I just want to encourage us on today to stay the course, right? And, you know, 
understanding that we do we we do get to choose and we do get to make decisions of our lives and we want to make good decisions and another thing i want to say real quick that not harping on the errors and the mistakes and the decisions that was made that didn't have the outcome that we thought it would have you know what i mean because that's often the hardest thing of letting go something that you decided and you thought it was going to go this way and it went another way or you know you had invested in somebody who turned out and it turned out not to be a good investment you know let it go and then one thing that I have learned too that stress oh my goodness (laughs) that anger and that hostility and all that foolishness and stuff like that it takes a toll you know it does take a toll physically on our bodies and as much as we can be as strong as we are and that we are functioning in it it's not healthy it's not good you know and um i don't know if i have mentioned this before you know like as soon as it comes you got to let it go and that's just you know wisdom as i see it and you know of course we want to be angry and sometimes we have every right to be angry but it's just not good for our health it's just not good for our mental stability it's just not good for us you know and so I, I seem to have learned the hard way, right? I've seen to have been upset and angry for a while, for a long while, you know, and rightfully so, rightfully so. But it wasn't good for me. It hadn't benefited me unbeknownst to me. And so now I'm on the other side in the process of healing from those things, right, and making sure that I'm, you know, not holding on to anything in my heart or anything like that, no stress or anything, just wanting to, you know, quiet my mind and just release those things. Because, again, when people have done stuff to us and, you know, willfully, knowingly, purposely or whatever, you know what I mean? They seem to, if they was wrong and they was evil in doing it, then they're going to have to pay for that. If they were wrong and just not purposely doing it, you know what I'm saying? They get a chance to apologize and repent and, you know, forgive them and let it go. And it sounds, again, nice and easy and stuff like that. But I encourage us, you know, not to hold on to it. It's for our health. It's for our betterment. You know, it's for our maturity and for our growth. And you know me, it's for us to become better people and to heal through this and to be able to tell the story at the end of the day because most of the things that seem to hurt people is not the is not the germs and stuff like that. It's the the relationships, it's how people treat people, it's how, you know, people um empathize how people have compassion how people have love you know what i'm saying those are the things that tend to hurt more or tend to linger as opposed to a cough and a cold kind of thing if that makes sense you know and then you do have some some diseases and stuff like that that's out here you know that people aren't talking about or haven't talked about whatever that has some effect but ultimately at the end of the day you know how our minds have factored it in and how our hearts have factored it in and hallelujah and how we perceive what our lot is is what makes the difference in fighting it and getting through it and overcoming it and going through the process of finding um the proper help and the proper aid in order to help us you know and so 
I hope that makes sense to you guys. I wanted to get on the podcast and share with you and check on you, let you know that all is good on this end, praying that all is well on your end. In the name of Jesus, praying that you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And again, Thanksgiving is coming. And so we're excited about that. Continue to remain safe, blessed. I love you. I love you. Imagine my face.